Hello, and welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you join me today. So this episode is going to look a little bit different than most of my episodes. The topic is nothing about paganism or witchcraft, but I met today's guest at a Renaissance fair this last fall, and I thought her story was one that was really important and needed to be shared. Please welcome director of the nonprofit Charlie's Angels Factoral Foundation, Santana Higginbotham. Welcome, Santana. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Amberly. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, So before we get into things, I I always start with my normal question. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Got my own little tumbler here. That's an adorable tumbler. Is that is that Charlie yeah, on there? That's Charlie, yeah. Oh cute. And cute. it's got our foundation logo and stuff on the back. Oh nice. Awesome. <laughs> uh and are you reading or watching anything cool? So I actually did just start a new book. It's my favorite author. Laurel K. Hamilton. And it's called A Terrible Fall of Angels. And this is off her beaten path. She usually does more of a fantasy mystery type. Um, Her big one is a Mary Gentry series. And uh, the other one is a um, Anita Blake Vampire Hunter series. But that's the book that I started reading. Awesome. Great. Are you liking it so far? So far. Good. Good. Um, So now... Let's get into the reason that we met. Um, I was at the, what was it, the Ravenwood Fair in Winchester, Virginia last fall. And uh, I came across uh, Santana's booth and she told me about her foundation. So let's talk about, why don't we start with Charlie first? Um, Tell us about Charlie. And if you want to share any memories or anything, please feel free. Okay. Um, so my daughter, Charlotte Rain, um, she was 17 months old. She passed away in March of 2023. She had what's called Vactoral Syndrome. She had 19 surgeries. Three of them were open heart surgeries. Uh, about 12 of them were on her kidneys and her urinary system. And she was a very bubbly personality. Uh, She smiled about everything, even right out of heart surgeries. She was uh, very much the light of the house when when she was able to be home. Um, But we did spend about 11 months of her life um, in the hospitals, in different doctor's office and things like that. We usually had to travel anywhere from two to two and a half hours just to get her seen by specialty doctors because doctors around us um, down in Berkeley Springs and in Martinsburg even and in Winchester even just couldn't really deal with her because of all the different things that she had wrong with her. Charlie has six siblings. She has five other sisters and one brother. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. And she loved every one of them. There was always a very playful atmosphere going on when Charlie was home. Uh, We had a lot of interaction with 
Like she loved Bluey. She loved her little stuffed animals that we had gotten her. Uh, her dad nicknamed her his cephalopod because every time that she came home from the hospital, she had more tubes or something going <laughs> on with her. So he called her cephalopod. And uh, our little joke was we just kept giving her octo- octopi. We've actually got probably around 20 in the house at this point. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So, but she was that. an amazing, amazing little girl. She was there a hundred percent cognitively. So she knew who we were. Uh, she recognized our voices. She could say mom and dad. She could say Bubba and she tried saying sis and she could also say love. She was very interactive also, uh, with all of the kids. So she was definitely a light to have around and I wish she was still here. We all do, but Mm -hmm. it's also opened up for us to help other families. Right. So I'll remind the readers that uh, Santana does have six other kids in her house. So there might be a little bit of background noise, but we're just going to not worry about it. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's totally okay. Um, So why don't you tell me a little bit more about Bacterial syndrome? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, I've, I've seen it as syndrome or association. I don't know which one you prefer. Um, So technically it really doesn't matter. Um, Most doctors just say Bacterial. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Bacterial and Vader are the same thing. It's an acronym. Uh, It started in 1906 was the very first case of Vader and they didn't know a whole lot about it. Uh, it stands for V is vertebrae anomalies. So that can be anything from a tethered cord to missing vertebrae or to malformations of their spine. A is anal atresia, which is where they are born with an impreferate anus or without an anus at all, or what's called a colloquia. And it's just missed connections when the body is forming and their organs are forming. And then there is C, which is cardiac. So any sort of cardiac malformations, deformations, VSDs. Um, Charlie had this insane uh, heart. Her cardiologist actually, when he went in to do her first cardiac surgery, he looked at us and he's like, I had to watch her heart for about 30 minutes to figure out how it was even working because it was so different. Uh, And a lot of these children that have Actral have the holes have different, different anatomic hearts. Like it's not what it's supposed to be. Uh, T is trachea and E is esophagus. So a lot of these children are born either with their esophagus and their trachea detached, or they're born with uh, fistulas, which are tears and or pockets in their esophagus or their trachea. And they all have to be surgically fixed. R is renal. So it's your kidneys. And they can be born from everything from with a from a horseshoe kidney to Charlie had multicystic dysplastic kidney, which means it was born, she was born with a bunch of cysts in her kidneys. Um, and 
she only had one functioning kidney really. So they can be born with even hydronephrosis, which is a simple thing. And they just watch the urine retention because that's what hydronephrosis means. They just watch the urine retention go down. Some of them have to have surgeries like Charlie. And then L is limb defects. These kids can have anything from polydactyl to different sizes and shaped limbs. That's not anatomically correct. Some of them will have to be fixed. Some of them don't. So there's a very big range with a Vactoral syndrome, and they're learning new stuff every day. Uh, but there's only been about 13 studies in the U.S. on this, and every one of them are different. There's no genetic markers. There's uh, suggestions as to what can cause it, but there's nothing indefinite. Okay. All right. Um, well, I mean, you pretty much hit on my next question, which was gonna, I was going to ask how it presented in Charlie or Charlotte, which is one of my favorite names, uh, by the way. <laughs> my aunt is named Charlotte, and she's one of the most amazing humans on the planet. So, I wanted I a child's name that I could call Charlie. <laughs> and I was like, well, we can do Charlotte, and then it'll be feminine and whatever, and she can decide what she wants to be called later. Yeah, it's great. But I love it. It's wonderful. I, here's my dog. You can see his nose. <laughs> <laughs> He's joining in the escapades here. Um, so I know when we met, uh, you were just like just now. You're able to share your story without crying, which I am amazed. Um, I know it must have taken a long time for you to build that strength up and just having to say it over and over, which is part of the reason why you created this foundation, right? Um, is to get the story out there and to um, help other people. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of the history of the foundation? Yeah. So um, I appreciate you acknowledging that I don't cry, but I usually cry after. Uh, it's, it's a very raw thing. So we started uh, Charlie's Angels Vactoral Foundation because of Charlie. Now we had talked about it a year before she passed about starting just a support group because there's absolutely no support uh, for families that have bacterial syndrome. There's no support for the moms that are the, usually the ones that are at home dealing with it 24 seven, 365. There's no support for the dads who have to pick up the extra. There's no support for the kids that are going through this, having a sibling that has a whole bunch of medical issues. And there's really no support for just the whole family unit. And we struggled. My husband and I had a very, very rough time when Charlie was here from birth until the end. Because uh, when she was born, we didn't know anything about Bacterol. We didn't know that she had Bacterol. We knew that she had some extra urine on her kidneys and we knew she had a, a small hole in her heart. And th that's all we knew. And from the time that she came out and had to be resuscitated right after she was born to her NICU stay that was 45 days long to each one of her surgeries. It, it was a phenomenal amount of overwhelming 
just things going on all the time. And we having very little support medically wise with, we had some friends and family that would help us a little bit, but a lot of them didn't understand to the point where they could help us to what we needed help with. And that's hard to put on other people. It really is. But there is no community. There's no community presence for these families. There's no community support for these families. And you have it for everything else. You have it for autism. You have it for ADHD. You have it for uh, MS and uh, everything that is really big, cancer, kids, everything. And But there's nothing to touch on Bacterial Syndrome. And it's very, very hard because it is so specific and being broad at the same time. Right. There's right. different groups that people can join that, hey, if you have a fistula, a tracheoesophageal fistula, we have this group that's a support group. But nobody there is going to understand everything else that's going on with your kid. Mm-hmm. So we decided to make sure that we at least started a support system. And we hold support meetings and we have actually held support meetings that are international and we have had 20 different countries join in on our support meetings and on our video zoom meetings. We've had 20 different countries contact us because there is no support for the families there. And while we would love to be able to do whatever we do, we're so small (laughs) still. We're still so small, but we are making an impact and that's what we need. We've, we've adopted is what I call adopted uh, families. We've adopted nine of them so far that has personally contacted us and we've helped them with everything from medical supplies to medical equipment. Uh, We give them references for different therapies that they can uh, use or try out, talk with their physicians. We help them get second opinions if they need it. Um, And we're also a really big like ear, someone to lean on. Because honestly, my daughter, Charlie, is the most severe version that I have heard so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had over 33 different diagnoses before she passed at 17 months old. Yeah. So she had a, a lot of everything. But looking at her and and being around her, you'd never be able to tell. If you didn't see her extra tubes and you didn't see her scars, you would would have thought she was absolutely fine because that's how she acted. And we just want to make sure that everybody knows there is someone here that has, mm-hmm. if not gone through the same thing, something similar. And on top of it, they've been through other similar things, just with it being so multifaceted. I feel that we've actually made quite an impact. Um, We've, like I said, had helped nine different families so far. (laughs) And we've helped more than that when it comes to just the Zoom meetings and the support meetings itself. And we've had a lot of them thank us, like tears in their eyes, just rolling. And we're like, there's no reason for you to thank us. Like, this is what we needed. And that's what we want to be. So my husband's my rock and he was there for me through everything, but he still didn't understand a lot of it because I was there a hundred percent. He had to stay here and 
hold up the household. Right. And I had to go and be with her 90% of the time so that I knew what was going on and I could uh, help make decisions with what was best for her. And like I said, that's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) So being what we needed is really what we've done. And that's why we started the foundation because there is no help. Yeah. We just want to be that void. We want to fill it. Bless people like you, because seriously, it's, I'm sure has helped more than you even know. Um, so if any of my listeners have questions, maybe they have a child with factorial syndrome, um, how would they uh, find you? So you can find Charlie's Angels of Actoral Foundation on, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have TikTok, we have Truth Social. Uh, We're getting our website up and running. And uh, we also have all of the contact information is on our brochures as well. I can, our email is Charlie's Vactoral. The phone number for the business is 304 four nine four seven one two zero and you can contact the business through either of those as well. Other than that, we don't have the website up yet. That's Try. okay. That's okay. So I will make sure that all of that is on the show notes and I will also put it on the resources page on my website. Um awesome. if I have listeners who want to help, what can they do to help? So, um, we do have on our pages, we do have our square donation link up. If you want to help donate, uh, for medical supplies, medical equipment, or anything these families need during hospital stays and such. We also have events where if somebody wants to just volunteer their time, come help us set things up, um, come help us entertain some of our Vactoral families and talk to them and help them with things. Cause a lot of them do come to our events. Uh, it would be much appreciated. We're always looking for volunteers to help with things like that. And it, that would be like the best way, honestly, to help okay. right now is either helping with financially helping support the families or just coming and spending time. Okay. All right. Uh, Do you have any events or fundraisers coming up that uh, we should know about? We are doing a Country Meats fundraiser right now, and they are uh, meat jerky sticks, and it's two for $3. There is, the link is on our Facebook page. It will be uploaded on the rest of our socials this this evening. And we are getting ready to do a spirit night at McDonald's at the end of the month. We are also... Uh, getting ready to have our uh, one. No, we're doing one in Clear Spring, Maryland. Okay. We are doing one in Berkeley Springs. And then we're trying also to do one in Winchester. Okay, great. Great. So it's kind of like down there every two weeks. (laughs) So uh, we're also getting ready to set up for our one year anniversary. event that we're going to be doing in April. That's going to be huge. And we're accepting donations of things to raffle off, um, baskets of goodies or gift certificates or gift cards, 
um, and we raffle them off and we do 50-50 and there's going to be a pool tournament um, that is a $20 buy-in. The nonprofit gets a 50% of it and then the winner gets the other 50%. That's going to be our really big one. That's going to be April 14th at Hillbilly Heaven from 1 to 5. Sometimes it goes longer. (laughs) But that's going to be our big one. And it just generally, honestly, helping as well, just sharing, just talking to people about it. And just just sharing, hey, have you ever heard of this? Right. Look it up. We're one of the number one uh, foundations or anything looked up when it comes to Vactoral Syndrome uh, just because of it. If you type in Charlie's Vactoral, usually it pops up between Google, True Social, Facebook. I had somebody contact me today actually from uh, Indiana. And uh-huh. they're Indiana, yeah. And they want to to talk to us because they just found out that their granddaughter had Vactoral syndrome. Mm. So it's, I was like, how did you find us? She's like, Facebook. I just looked for Vactoral syndrome. So we're the only one in the country that's active and helping Vactoral families too. So that's, that's a big wow. Yeah, absolutely. For all of it. Well, fantastic. I really, I really do appreciate you for, for being there for families that need you. That's wonderful. Um, we're trying, it helps us too. It helps us. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Do you have any, any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Not really. Just thank you for letting us talk about this. I know it's out of your norm. Uh, and thank you for just reaching out and talking to us at the fair and everything. Mm-hmm. It, it really does mean a lot when we can make an impact just on some general person that has no idea what it is or what's, what's going on, then that really means something. And I feel like we've made an impact on, on you and made an impact on other people while we were there. So thank you. I, we really do. And I'm, I'm glad to do it. Um, and I will be in touch. We will have more things happen between the hearth and hedge and Charlie's angels. Um, so thank you again for, Uh, hanging out with me today and telling me your story. Um, And we will, this won't be the last. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I love it. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on my website, thehearthandhedge.com, or you can email me at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. Well, you know, I've only said it a thousand times. Patreon.com slash The Hearth and Hedge. If you like what you hear, uh, consider leaving a review wherever you find your podcasts.